0: Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike and we're excited to be with you today. Uh, We are calling this episode of the podcast, uh, Why Every Christian Should Engage in Missions. And Mike, this won't be a long podcast, probably 10 minutes or so. Um, But we just want to put some things on the table. And I think uh, when this drops, it'll be shortly before we have a a one-day missions conference at Grace um, on the 29th of uh of july so looking forward to that but uh, mike let me pass it to you and you can kind of tee things up for us right now
1: well what i want to do first is just do a little plug on that missions conference okay so kind of up front front of mind let's just go ahead bottom line on top missions conference for the sake of his name uh psalm 86 9 says for all the nations that you have made shall come and worship before you O lord and shall glorify your name i just love that and let me give you a little plug because Um, If you're not planning to be here, you need to plan to be here on July 29th, 9 to 2, Grace Church of Orange. It will be the best time you spend all week besides uh, worship on Sunday morning with us at 8, 9, 30, and 11 that week on the 30th. Um, I'm preaching on God's heart for the nations, Psalm 67. Luke Womack is preaching on seeing the world, uh, Luke 10, 25 to 37. Ed Trenner is preaching on engaging your world. First Peter 3.15, Chris Anderson is preaching on sending missionaries, Acts 13, and Chris Anderson is also preaching on supporting missionaries, 3 John. So we're having five sessions, nine to two, lunch and snacks provided. Just come, learn, and be inspired to reach the nations for the sake of Christ's name. Okay, there's the plug, I love it. There's the plug, yeah, so why do we need to do this? It's the question for us today, why every Christian needs to care deeply about missions
0: yeah yeah mike i um i I know that i could I could take us in a certain direction, but we both had some psalms in mind. Do you want to just start there? um maybe take us to psalm sixty seven and mm-hmm. I might take us to another psalm afterwards, just to kind of put things on the table
1: okay well so psalm sixty seven uh, it's it's basically a song that is to be sung by the church you know the psalms are the theological songbook of the church and so this is giving us some deep theology on god's grace god's blessing among his people upon his people but then a deep desire a really deep desire to have the nations be praising god so it starts with may god be gracious to us and bless us make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on the earth. So there's a reason why we're saved. You know, we're saved. We sometimes say saved uh, to serve. Well, to serve his purposes. And his purposes is that that, that his way would be known upon the earth. Uh, your saving power among all nations. So it's not, oh, just bless us, Lord. Okay, it's it's save us, bless us, so we serve your purposes. And you'll notice the deep desire is, Let the nations praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. And the idea there, and I'll just stop there, but the idea there is a continual praising. What it means is that they would be saved, that they would know God. And and I think I would just give you two things. Why every Christian needs to be uh, very passionate about missions is because, number one, God wants it. All right, God wants it. This is inspired by God. This is not David just saying, oh, you know, or with a psalmist just saying, oh, you know, this is what I'm thinking. No, God is directing this. So God wants it, and the world needs it. Mm -hmm. The world needs
0: it. God wants it, and the world needs it. Yeah. Yeah, amen. I think my answer to that question, why should every Christian be passionate about missions, is that when you read the Bible, this is the story of the universe, you know, Mm -hmm. and the story of the earth. Um, You hear a lot of people talk about things like God's missionary heart, and it's true, but, I mean, you just take the Psalms as an example you can't, you can't read very far in the Psalms without bumping into this. You, know, you can barely make it through a Psalm without hearing about the nations, the earth, the world, the, you know, God being exalted over all that, but then calling people from all nations to praise him. And this is happening when Israel is just one little you know, nation amongst all the nations. But there's always been this vision from the very beginning that all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. Um, and specifically, once you get to Genesis 12, that's the storyline that's playing out, you know, mm-hmm. in you, Abraham, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed and through your offspring. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I was trying to give a good way to illustrate this. And um, the thing that came to mind this is silly, but my dad always jokes about this one kid who he, you know, I think he was on one of my brother's soccer teams. And when they were, you know, whenever they were playing, this kid was always just standing by the corner flag, just picking daisies, you know, um, mm-hmm. on the soccer field. And. And I think, you know, to be to be a Christian, but to not have any, you know, energy or impulse towards towards missions is just to almost to be exactly that person, you know, to be just standing in the corner of the soccer field when the whole the rest of the team is is moving towards the goal, um, all united around the same purpose that the coaches, you know, put in place. I'm going to stop there because I'm I'm walking I'm walking this out too far, but. But I think that, you know, I just think personally for me, okay, if this is the way the universe really is, if God wants people from all nations and is and has chosen people from all nations and plans to have worshipers from all nations, then that's the story of the earth and I want to, you know, I get to play a part in that. That's just an amazing privilege and joy and a vision big enough to live for. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was I was going to take us to the shortest okay. the shortest psalm of all, Psalm 117. And in just two verses, you get this, praise the Lord, all nations, extol him, all peoples, for great is his steadfast love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Shortest Psalm, and the main theme of it is, praise the Lord, all nations. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'll kick it back to you, Mike, I've talked too long.
1: No, praise God, I love it. Uh, you know, it's funny when you were talking about your dad <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the soccer field thing and all that. You know, what I used to do when I was co- I coach? I coached 16 years of soccer, I would hide my worst player. You know, and and surround them with all the good players and even (laughs) coaching baseball the same way, like hide the worst player in right field. Right. Um, But the interesting thing is you don't want to be you don't want to get hidden in the plan of God and in the work of God. Like you have what you need, Christian. You God will give you the strength you need to do what he intends you to do. So I just think this is the story of God, his plan to save whom he will save, have mercy on whom he will have mercy they will save a pers- people to serve his purposes. And, and one day, every knee will bow. Philippians 2, every knee mm-hmm. will bow, every tongue confess mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We want those knees bowing. We want those tongue, tongues confessing when there's still hope for them. Mm. So get the gospel out to all of creation, all, all people to the ends of the earth. But start in your home. Start on your block. Start in your office. You should care deeply about this. Mm-hmm. This is your life. Mm-hmm. Christ is our life and Christ came to save.
0: Amen. Yeah. Maybe final thing I was just going to mention in light of what you just said. Let's not when we're thinking about missions, let's not think that it's like America going to the ends of the earth, you know, or the West <laughs> taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. Right. The gospel came to us from the Middle East. And uh you know, we're not like the hub of, of all the missionary activity in the world, not at all. Um and right now in the global south Christianity's booming compared to, you know, the the kind of western nation or historic the West. Um, and lots of these places are now. We were just in Africa, Mike, a few months ago, yeah. and, and just hearing about within Africa, churches raising up church planters and missionaries and their set, you know, to neighboring countries and to, to other places within the continent and even beyond the continent. So, all around the world, the church is doing this, and it's, it's always been God's plan. And it's just a, an amazing thing to participate in that. So, anything else from you before we wrap this one up?
1: Well, I love the idea of God you know, sending the gospel everywhere to everyone. And it's not linear. Okay. It's matrixy, right? It's like coming from all angles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. You know, that God wants it, the world needs it and you need to, you need to go and do it. I mean, really that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good place to land. So hope you uh, plan to join us on the 29th. I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited to, to hear the preaching and to have the fellowship around those ideas. Um, it's going to be really good. So hope you're able to join for that until then. Uh, Hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, serving the Lord, enjoying life with Him, and we will talk to you next time on the podcast. God bless you.